0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 264 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, live on Facebook. Also, check us out at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. As always, all the podcasts is available on iTunes. Please, five-star rate and review. I love reading reviews. I love sharing them on social media and bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That is you guys. So check that out. There will be a bonus episode on Patreon this month. Patreon.com slash KMF podcast. You'll have access to um, the new bonus episodes and as well as the past ones as well. Check it out. Patreon.com slash KMF podcast. Built Bar is releasing new flavors all the time. The best tasting protein bar out there. BuiltBar.com. Use code Podcast. You'll save 10% off your order. While you're in the ordering mood, Salway Coffee—the new chocolate cherry nitro brew for Valentine's Day—it ships all over the country, even though it's a local Long Island company. My favorite coffee, SalwayCoffee.com. Use code WWBRO10, you will save also 10% off your order. Check out my buddy John Ziegler's comedy special. It is at YouTube. It's on YouTube. Go to his Instagram page, John Ziegler Comedy. He finally got Instagram. After all these years begging him to do it, he finally did it. Check it out. Let him know what you think. And uh, with that, I'm actually going to bring on our next guest. It is comedian John Ziegler. What's going on, man? Am I, am I on? You're on.
1: I don't like that you finally get, you get the big fish, you bring me in, and, and nothing works. <laughs> nothing works. The head Technical difficult the, difficulties.
0: It's working. People mm-hmm. are watching. Uh, Nick said liar on. <laughs> <laughs> My
1: first time at the new.
0: Keep moving forward. Podcast that's right. studio. We we moved uh, to, to uh, another apartment. Is the studio is also my bedroom? At least <laughs> something happens here.
1: Isn't it sad that I needed a I needed a tissue because my nose is running and I and the first thing his bed seven feet away from him. like you don't have tissues and I look towards his bed because I know that's. That's what the tissues would
0: be. Yeah. No, I don't have, <laughs> there's no tissues. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not a tissue guy. Yeah. I use paper towels for everything. Seven socks laying on the floor next to bed. I, <laughs> that's a <my> pajamas. <laughs> that's so I, I, um, I buy like the big, like, you know, from like target, like the value pack paper towels and they just get used for napkins, Whatever. tissues. What do I need f- tissues for? i I don't sing- have tissues.
1: I agree yeah. with you. I'm okay with that.
0: I'm a, a single man who lives alone. I, I don't have uh, a lot of these things.
1: But it's good to finally be. You've been here for like how long? Like a year already, right?
0: Uh, it was a year in November, so a year and oh, a few months.
1: Yeah, it took me a year and a half to see your apartment. took you
0: a year and a half. Yeah, well, you've moved recently and had some other things going on where I think seeing my apartment wasn't
1: <laughs> the, the main thing. Well, it's funny because I come here, and you told me about the dog. So yeah. the, the, the guy downstairs has a dog. Which I'm like, I'll just choke it out if it comes after me. He's like, you're not. It's a pit. You're not going. It's a pit bull. So I walked to the gate and I heard it. I didn't see it. Well, you heard it, yes. but it was like the sandlot, like the, the wooden old fence rattled. And I'm like, Are you the beast. Me? Yeah, it's like yeah. the beast. Yeah. So I ran to the front of the driveway. You just <laughs> See me? I back. I was like, Ugh. and I ran. And then uh, I got in, and I'm like, do I lock this? Do I lock this uh, gate? But the it's. It, I don't think that gate's keeping anything in or out.
0: It does though, actually, because he's charged it while I was waiting <laughs> on the inside really? of it. Yeah. yeah so. Right. It's funny, like, when I come home at night, I make sure I slam the car door a little extra harder because he hears the to noise let to let to yeah. see to see if he's in there. <laughs> um, I'll jiggle my keys when I leave. But, no, he's, I mean, it is what it is. He's, like, I've been downstairs with him, with, you know, the the owner of the dog, and if, like, he sees me, I pet him for any stuff, but, like, he's doing his job, I mean, in a way. Like, no one's going to break into this house and, like, you know. It's oh. Cujo's waiting downstairs. Yeah, so it's, no, it's, yeah it's Cujo. I'm it's built in Cujo. I came home Saturday night from the Cigar Lounge, and he was out. It was like midnight. And uh, he was like, oh, sorry, man. You know, um, he was built in I'm like, yeah, he's just doing his job. He can't get mad at the dog. He's what he's doing. But, you know, it's better than uh, better than not having a place to live. So that's how I look at it. No, that's, that's all right. That's fine. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it's fine. I warned you, though. I told you. And you're like, hey, how bad does the dog be? It's pretty bad. No, I heard it. And yeah, just like things moved, like the fence <laughs> rattled, and I'm like, "Ooh, I'm not." All right. Yeah, it, it gets like that. But you know i i plug your sh- I plug your special every uh, every episode. You know, I know
1: I did a show at uh, McGuire's the other week, and some lady leaving. Yeah, said she listens to your podcast. And she goes, "Oh, you're John Ziegler." <laughs> I listen to a podcast. He gives you a plug every day, and I was like, "That's very nice."
0: It is very nice. <laughs> So, you know, since I do, you always like, eh. I remember when I had my other podcast, I'm like you want to come on, like, yeah, I really don't want to. I, don't want
1: to. <laughs> like I, don't, I wanted you to build a little critical mass before I came on. Like I don't like, want to do
0: a podcast with nobody. <laughs> yeah.
1: You're like, oh, that podcast was so funny. What a great podcast. I'm like, it's a shame. Nobody's going to hear it. Yeah. Went into an abyss. But, <laughs> did you ever come on that podcast? Yeah, I did. I went to, I went to your old apartment. I did your no, podcast.
0: no. You did this part. You did What's I'm talking the about podcast? the Organized Chaos podcast. I don't think you ever did that podcast. With Bill? You yeah. about going back then? That's what I'm talking about. No, I never did it with you and Bill. That's what I'm saying. The, no. You've done this podcast, this which podcast was originally WW Bro. Yes. We changed it to keep moving forward. Um, But you never did the other one. I would ask you, like, I, I for what? You're like, okay. who's going to listen to it? And
1: I really like Bill. I haven't seen <laughs> Bill in, since he had a, a baby. Yeah. Last time I saw him. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> he's like, ah, like, like oh, I'm a father. I'm like, oh, nice <laughs> knowing you.
0: This kid's really cute, by the way. So yeah. I follow him on Facebook. That's, uh, every, everybody's having cute kids, which is nice. You don't have to lie to them. No, his kid is really <laughs> no. exceptionally cute. Yeah. Girl.
1: Yeah, she's really cute. I saw Bill. I I've seen a lot of ugly ones, too, that I lie about. <laughs> but his isn't. His is a really cute kid.
0: I saw Bill a few months ago. Uh, I was going into Weight Watchers, and he works next door. So he was coming out, and we had, we stopped him to talk for a little while. And just he's busy being a dad. You know, yeah, everybody's good for him. Yeah, I mean. That's the thing with me, like, you know, as I get older, you know, as I get, as I say, single and and no kids, it's, uh, I'm like an island by myself.
1: Also, we love comedy, so comedy was such our lives. But as I get older and you get further into this, like, I'm 15 years in the comedy, I'm 55 and have an hour and a half left to live. So I'm like, what am I? (laughs) People just be like you want kids. I'm like, no, I love it. I'm on the road. Now I'm like, yeah, this Saturday, I think I'm going to Schenectady for 200 bucks. It's a good night. Yeah, like no. it's not like, Bill, you made the right choice, man. <laughs> <laughs> go enjoy it. Go enjoy your daughter. You're not missing anything.
0: So your, your comedy special is on YouTube. It's called uh, John Ziegler, Getting My Affairs in Order. And uh, if you haven't been listening to the podcast, I've, I've talked about it when we had the GoFundMe page. Uh, this special was kind of like something that you did when you were dealing with the major life crisis.
1: Yeah, so I, I've always wanted to do a special, but yeah. let me tell you, thinking you have three months to live is like the world's greatest motivator to get shit done. Mm-hmm. So when I got diagnosed, I didn't have much of a bucket list. Like, you know me, I'm pretty simple. I'm like, people are like, don't you want to go to Europe? I'm like, nah.
0: I want to do a special.
1: <laughs> I, I just wanted to make a comedy special, and I wanted to write a screenplay. And rationally, in my head, I'm like, well, screenplay is going to take a lot of time, which I don't think I have. And that was kind of secondary. Okay. I'm like, but the special I can get done. Good? <clears throat> you you're fine. Good? No, you're fine. All right. So I... um. I wrote the special pretty much from my hospital bed. (laughs) Most of it. I mean, I did like the first 20 minutes is like playing the hits, my old jokes. I wanted to get out there. And then there's about 22 minutes on me being sick and cancer and all that in my experience. And, um, I was able to, through the help of a friend of mine, the guy who shot it, my friend Pete has a company called Platinum Platypus. And, uh, he's just a buddy from high school who I called up to ask some questions and him and his company agreed to do it, uh, for free. Okay. Put a lot of money and time and effort into it for me. Um, and I feel disappointed because like I did another, you know, I did a Brewer's podcast with the help of Brian McKenna. My yeah. friend Brian got me on Brewers, Jim Brewer's podcast. And the comments like you can't read I'm not famous. So like I'm not a social media guy. Being famous ain't easy, man. People are monsters.
0: So I'm I'm not famous either. I, you know, I but I've had this podcast has had some success. And I get the comments I get, like I get I get angry. Like I want to like hit people with baseball bats sometimes i
1: refuse to reply to any of them and it's very few it's a very small yeah. Percentage. oh yeah it's I always mean, a small percentage yeah, i'm talking them, like two yeah. percent out of a hundred comments it's like two but some of them are like yeah some other guy did this and uh, he didn't die and i'm like do i have to <laughs> i'm sorry am i am i not dying quick enough for you do i need a <clears throat> people well, sound very annoyed that i'm alive
0: yeah which I, I don't get i mean you are diagnosed with horrible horrible cancer yeah pancreatic cancer which, you know, most people hear that, uh, it's death sentence. Like, it's, it's not, it's like the worst one to get. My survival rate to five years was 8%. And then I'm mad that it's not happening quicker.
1: <laughs> yeah, so the fact that I had like a GoFundMe and, you know, people like, oh, I hear about z and looking good, but I'm here and yeah. I gained all my weight back and I kind of look mostly like my old self, you know, so nobody would know I'm sick. But... um yeah, people are really just kind of like, like I'm running a, sh- a scam.
0: Yeah. No, he was sick. Believe me, I, <laughs> I, I picked him up after yeah. like, you know, we went and had lunch when he was uh, after a surgery. And I'm not going to do it on here, but
1: I have pulled my shirt up repeatedly for people when they're not getting my bagel out <laughs> fast enough just to show I'm like, dude, hurry it up. I'm dying. So, so uh, it's, it's kind of it's a horror show underneath the shirt.
0: And you know, the crazy thing, like you're somebody who eats clean, you don't drink, you don't do drugs, like everything you're supposed to do, you've done.
1: Uh, yeah pretty much I would I mean my diet's whatever I mean you'd definitely be diet's fine. I know what podcast I'm on so I'm pretty <laughs> pretty clean eater. <laughs> but you know I eat, I eat my french fries and my fried chicken cutlets and stuff but I'm pretty good with my diet you know I, I, yeah you but know. you
0: know when you you think about like you know they tell you do this then you'll you'll live long strong happy life you know not, you know but then something like this happens it's got to throw you for a, a loop I mean you feel like I was annoyed because they told me it was my gallbladder.
1: Okay. And I was just annoyed that I was going to have to be in the hospital for like a day. Because, <laughs> you know, I was in my gym clothes. I'm like, God, ah, gallbladder? What is this? Surgery? Is this, can't do nothing for five days? <laughs> I was so annoyed about my gallbladder. <laughs> and then they came back in after two days and were like, uh, uh, pretty sure you got pancreatic cancer, which kind of made my gallbladder look pretty, pretty good. About yeah. That. I would have signed
0: up for gallbladder. So that was in my head. Like, I when I, I went to the ER, um, a couple of days after Christmas with a gallbladder attack. And the first thing I saw mentioning is the pancreas. And I'm thinking what you went through. Like, you know, you were in the hospital. You just went because, you know, you weren't feeling good. Something, You know, you were, actually, you turned jaundice, right? You are yellow. I went to, I went to
1: uh, urgent care okay, because my stomach was a little upset. But like nothing you would ever go to a doctor yeah. for. Uh, Dawn, my girlfriend was busting my chops. But you should have that looked at. It's been lingering. So kind of to pacify her, I went to urgent care. And the dude's like, hey, your stomach will pass. And I'm like, like kind of almost on my way out the door. He looked at me and went, you know, your eyes are a little jaundice. And I said, really? Is it bad? And I swear the guy was like 10 feet away from me because it was like COVID. Yeah. And he goes, bad enough I can see it from here. I'm like, that was a little sassy. Like, I'm like, all right. I go, what do I? And he goes, get to an emergency room.
0: Bad enough I can see it from here. That's, that's his, what he said to me. That's the doctor at urgent care. He's like, yeah, I can see it from here. So you might as well go. Yeah, so go. I
1: went, I got my car and I did one of these. Yeah and I had like Michael Jordan eyes. You ever see Jordan's eyes? Yeah, they're yellow. Yeah, he's got that yellow. So I'm like, they kind of look like that a little. Okay. Um, but I couldn't jump any higher or there's nothing else changed. It was just. You weren't a billionaire. I was but... a billionaire. <laughs> nothing else. I got none of the good stuff. So I, I went to the ER and uh, the rest was history. Two days later, I was starting to uh, get my affairs in order.
0: Yeah, so the, the special's yeah. named. I mean, you told me the name of the special. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, people are like, oh my God, that's, that's morbid. I'm like, yeah, but that's comedians' will. also what it was. Yeah, but you always, to me, you always said that you always had that term for everything, though. Like, I got to get my affairs in order. You've been saying that for, for years. Yeah, it makes me feel again. important. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't
1: really have any affairs. <laughs> it took me, I got home from the hospital. It was like 12 minutes. I'm like, oh, affairs are all in order. <laughs> I
0: remember, like, you were telling me, like, some of you when you were going for chemo, like, the things they would tell you that might happen to you, like, the, the sense that you couldn't put your hand in the fridge, like, you couldn't, like, do,
1: like, no, it was insane. So you go to chemo, and they downplayed everything. Uh, Because I I guess they want you to remain calm and not freak you out. So when I went for chemo, I meet with my oncologist, uh, who's awesome. L.A.J. Monta Cancer Facility, Dr. Anna Levy, awesome, awesome oncologist. Um, The whole team is really good. I give them, like, a shout-out because I can never thank these people. Uh, You uh, had an amazing team of doctors. Awesome. Not just medically in terms of what they know, but personalities, bedside manner. Um, You know, they actually called me. I'm going to. Humble brag right now. Okay. So uh L I J Hospital and Monter Cancer Facility, they're affiliated, they're across the street from each other. Um, they do a big thing in June. It's like their Survivor Day and they do a big thing for the hospital and all the doctors are there, administrators, and uh they reached out to me like two days ago. They want me to be the keynote speaker. Really? Yeah, and just do my they all watch my stand up special. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, you want to come and do that cancer stuff here? (laughs) So uh I agreed
0: to it. That's Um, awesome.
1: And uh, I'm actually looking forward to it, you
0: know. I mean, you, you kind of have to in a way because. Well, I
1: get to say thanks to the people I haven't been able to thank.
0: Plus, you know, when that's all going on, you know, when you get diagnosed, you don't, probably don't think that's ever going to happen.
1: You know, you think, no, I don't think any of this was happening.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you were able to do the Whipple surgery, which um, I know just from experience. My uncle had, my uncle passed away from pancreatic cancer, and they thought they could do the Whipple for him, but it had spread. I was really lucky. Yeah.
1: I didn't understand what was happening. I don't know anything about pancreatic cancer or terminology. So I went in for a, 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 an exam called an EUS. It's an endoscopic ultrasound. Okay. They go down your throat. They can remove. I had a blockage in my bile duct. They can actually, with this little Cameron tool, it's pretty amazing, they actually remove the blockage. It's like, and they can do full Jimmy yeah, Dana, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's like snaking my, down my throat. <laughs> um, I woke up from anesthesia, and the uh, one of the two doctors was standing over me. And she was like, good news, this is operable. I don't even understand. I'm just like, oh, cool. She's like, it's a really big surgery then. I'm like, all right, whatever you got to do. I didn't understand any of it. And then um, I didn't Google it, but uh, my girlfriend Googled uh, Whipple surgery. Yeah. And I walk there, she's like crying on the (laughs) bed. (laughs) I'm like, oh, she's like, I just looked up Whipple surgery. I go, well, that's not going to be good. What's the, it's a really, really, it's one of the most brutal surgeries.
0: I know that from Grey's Anatomy.
1: I don't know. You know, I remember <laughs> calling you and I go, I got to get a Whipple surgery and you watched enough Grey's Anatomy repeatedly that you were like, oh, that doesn't end well.
0: No, <laughs> you, you knew. <laughs> well, because it was, it was one of those surgeries where like the interns were like dying to be a part of it. And what it was during the Whipples, it was a tough surgery. It so was, I got
1: really lucky is I got a, a surgeon is Dr. Matthew Weiss. He basically runs the, the cancer surgical department, okay. of LIJ. They recruited this guy in from John Hopkins, but he is like a Grey's Anatomy. Like if you saw him... He looks like he's young forties. He's like six foot two, like good looking dude with his hair slicked back. Doctor McDreamy, yeah, yeah, he's like McDreamy. So he walks in, and I'm like, "Oh, you're the guy! Like you (laughs) you don't even look like a real doctor. You're like a soap (laughs) opera doctor." And he's got a sense of humor, and um, he's just kind of cool and to the point. And I kept getting complications. I had sepsis twice. Did, I, was, yeah. I was just kept getting rushed to the hospital, like in screaming pain. And it just kept happening. And he would always walk in my room. This guy checked on me. This was before my surgery. Yeah, He was always checking on me, which made me feel like not just a, a patient or a number. And he knew everything about my life. We were supposed to go to um, Mohegan son before my surgery. I
0: remember that. That's when you had sepsis, right? The, were, night the night we was
1: before we were supposed to go. And I fought it because I really was looking forward to like mm-hmm. a, a weekend away before my surgery. And um, I ended up rushed to the hospital. Next day, he walked in. As he walked into my room, he's got his arms out. He's like, "Dude, I thought you were going to Mohegan." <laughs> like he was like, "He's like, what's up with you?" He's like, "What are you trying to get medical journals?" Like he's joking with me. Yeah, and it breaks the tension. And he talks to me real. Yeah, you know what I mean. But he's always, always positive. There's no negativity with this guy. You
0: have to be I mean you're dealing with this this cancer that you know has such a low survival rate, and especially this surgery, which is a hard surgery. You can't be negative about it. You got to go into it with. I mean. It's corny to say, like, you got to no, think positive. No, he told me that. Yeah.
1: He's not a holistic. I mean, maybe he is, but he's he's a doctor doctor. He's not a guy who's like, you know. Yeah, eat berries and you're going Yeah, yeah okay. no, he was yeah. just basically telling me, but he did tell me that your attitude mm-hmm. goes a long way with this. And I never really get that mind-body connection. But he was like, dude, you got to be positive. You got to be upbeat. So he downplayed a lot, like my chemo. He's yeah. like, look, when you're done with this, when the surgery's over, when you recovered, Going to do a little bit of chemo. Got to do a little chemo. A little there could chemo. be some stuff floating around in your blood. We just want to blast it out. I go, okay. Then I go back with Dawn. She wants to be at the consult. Yeah. And he's like, all right, so you're going to start chemo. And I go, can I wait like two weeks? I want. It. He goes, no. We need to get you started on the chemo. I go, okay. And he goes, uh, so it's like twice a week for six months. <laughs> I'm like, what happened to a little bit of chemo? That is a little bit. <laughs> a little and then bit I go here. right across the street and I meet my oncologist. Okay. Um, who also is a Grey's Anatomy. She's beautiful. She's like 36 years old. She's I like beautiful. This. And she's like dressed very like attractive for like... The first time Dawn, the first time my girlfriend met her, one of the... Fun- I'm in chemo and my doctor goes, you know, I'm going to visit you in chemo. I want to see how everything's going with chemo. So I'm going to come to your chemo treatment tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Dawn's like looking out a window and my doctor walks in and is like, um, oh, you must be Dawn. And Dawn turned around and literally, I don't know if the camera... Looked her up and went like this with her hand. Yeah. And she goes, oh, uh, you're not what I expected.
0: <laughs> and I know Dawn too, so that's even She funny. was so yeah. pink
1: in the face, Dawn. Oh, my God. It's um, hilarious. But uh, Dr. Levy, her assistant, uh, I don't I don't want to downplay his role. I don't know his background. I don't know if he's a yeah. nurse practitioner or, whatever, or a PA. I think he's a PA. Okay. Um, But his name is Ebby. Ebby Joseph, and he was awesome. The whole, t- everybody I dealt with was awesome. I have a different respect for nurses. The nurses are the front line.
0: Yeah, my, you know, My sister-in-law's a nurse, and you know they what she tells me with deals, she deals with things. It's they really are the They're, nurse.
1: You you see the doctors. <clears throat> so what happens when you're in a hospital? if anybody's ever been in a hospital? There, I was there for 41 days total. Okay, so, That's so a lot. you're talking a month and a half, and um, so. you see the doctors at six in the morning. And it's a teaching
0: hospital. They do rounds.
1: Yeah, but there's like 19 of them. Yeah, I Because they have like a class with them.
0: Yeah, that's what, you know, (laughs) that's what Grey's Anatomy was. was, Grey's Sloan was a teaching hospital. Oh, was it? Yeah. I never watched the show. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, they
1: were interns, like, you know. But they would talk to students, would like have questions. But like, they're like seven feet away from me. They're like, all right, John, so we'll see you tomorrow. And they'd walk like six feet away and they'd be like, (laughs) so is the This Is that cause he's dying? And I'm like, can you guys take this in the hallway? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, I don't want to be like a cadaver. Are going to cut me over like a cadaver? And well, show the him. beginning of your special, that skit that you filmed, actually happened, right? It was, they so w- what
1: happened is I got seps, I did a surgery, they, t- they called it temporizing my gallbladder. It was okay. real- This was before my whipple surgery. My gallbladder got really infected and they put a tube in there to drain it. to get all the bile and yeah. poly- whatever's in there, poison. Right. And um, when they took it out, Something must have leaked, the bile, whatever, got into my yeah. blood. Or they, they hit, I don't know what they did. But I was fine. The surgery went fine. And then within minutes after the surgery, my uh, temperature started to climb. to climb like a science fiction movie. They're like, 101, 102, 103. They were like counting it off. They're like, he's at 104, he's at 104.6, he's at 104. And I'm just kind of looking around. And then I started to get, um, like your teeth were chattering like shakes yeah. that you can't control. And I remember the girl said to me, she was like, just try to stay calm. Try not to shake. And I'm like, yeah, it's like you wouldn't tell it to Michael J. Fox. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to shake. So they gave me a Demerol, okay. which takes away the shakes. But um, my temperature got to 106.1. So
0: 106.1? 106.1.
1: But I felt fine, which was weird. After they gave me a Demerol, I was completely lucid okay. and like talking to people, <clears> which my doctor talked to me and he's like, I can't believe you didn't have a seizure. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, you should have had a seizure. And I'm like, you almost look disappointed. He was like scratching his head. Like, I don't know how you didn't have a seizure. So what they do to get your temperature down, they put you in an ice bed, which is basically a mattress filled with ice water. And then they put ice pads on your stomach, your it's armpits. Actual ice, bed. ice Big ice packs on your stomach, your armpits, um, between my thighs. You have to squeeze it together. Okay. And you just lay in there. So I was like, how long am I going to be here? I thought it was going to be like four minutes. So like, I don't know, three, four hours. They just leave you in an ice bed and you just lay in this thing. So, I guess they assume, because I had 106 that I was unconscious, and one of the uh, residents was just talk. He called Dawn, okay, because they were, I was fifty fifty of whether I make the morning from the sepsis, the sepsis because okay. they can't control sepsis once it gets into you. If it spreads, <clears throat> your, your organs start to shut down. But they, you know, they're pumping me with antibiotics. I'm in the ice, and then they hope they hope it works. Jesus. So, uh, he, he called Dawn. It was like, look, I just want to be straight with you. We have him in the thing, blah blah blah. He's on this, but um, we're not sure if he can make the morning. And I, I kind of like that video. That's an exaggeration, but I yeah. kind of sat up and looked at the guy, and I'm like, talking about, like, like me, I'm not going to make the morning. <laughs> and he got all like, oh Jesus Christ, he's awake. awake. <laughs> um, and he just kind of like left the room. But <clears throat> uh, I kept a really good part of its denial. Yeah, it happens really quick that you're just like, what's going on, and um. It's harder now mentally than it was a year ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, just being on the outside looking in when you're going through it, you, you, I mean, you were very realistic about what could happen, but you just attacked it head on. Like, I don't know
1: what choice I had in comedy. It sounds corny. It sounds like I'm being, it saved my life because it gave me something to focus on. So I like, I wrote my thing, I shot it. Then I was like, you know, I just got, I got on Instagram because
0: of it. You would, you filmed that like what, three weeks out of chemo?
1: I finished chemo at the uh, sometime in February, and I shot it March April and shot it in May, so about two months after two months after yeah, yeah,
0: so that was pretty and you think about it like you got that all together in that short time because again, you like you said there's no greater motivator than thinking you know you're not you're not gonna be
1: around, you're gonna die. Oh, I was doing every like I was writing every day, I was working, and then I started to get like better, started to put weight back on, and I'm like, I got laundry to do. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it Monday. <laughs> Like everything, you go back to yourself, you just stop with the, and now I'm getting nervous again because there's, there's time, there's points of time that are really important in this recovery. So after chemo, the next two years are the most vital time. There's a high, uh, I'm going to try to use a big word, recidivism. I think that's the word where it comes back. It's a high recidivism rate. Okay. That's a big word we learned today. Um, so it's most common in the first two years and I've been off chemo now for one year. This, uh, this is February? This year? Yeah. This month, one year. Okay, one year. Last year, February. Uh, I don't remember the date, but sometime February last year. <laughs> so I've been off chemo a year, and my scans have been pretty good until now. So the second year, you hold your breath, and you're like, if I can get through year two, my numbers jump way up. In um, talking to my one doctor, I go, when does this countdown start? He goes, the day you're diagnosed. Okay. Which would make this closer to two years.
0: You're closer to two years now. Yeah,
1: but then I spoke to my oncologist. She goes, nah, it starts <clears> after <throat> chemo. Because chemo represses the cancer. She goes, why would we count it during chemo? Because, <laughs> so I lost like eight months. I'm like, give oh, a... like, us eight months back. What are you... <laughs> yeah, I lost my eight months. I'm like, and I, so I'm like, again, the surgeon told me it starts from, the... but he's missed optimistic. So I think he just kind of lies to me.
0: Well, he, maybe that's where he counted for, maybe everybody's different. They counted yeah, in guess. different spots. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, well, no, we counted here. No, this place. It's you, like measuring you start, your junk. Where do you start? Yeah, <laughs> you start the base of the shit, you know. <laughs> it's all
1: different. Everybody's you know.
0: different. But, you know, it's, it's incredible. Like, I, you know, again, watching you go through this, you know, what I found, like, to be, like, the biggest thing that I couldn't believe you were doing, you know, and this, I guess, kind of like, if we're, we're healthy, people are healthy, and, like, make every excuse not to go to the gym. You were in the gym every day. While you were going through chemo. As much as I could. Well, it seemed like almost every
1: day you were there doing yeah, something. when I could. When, so when I took chemo, I knew my window. Three days after chemo, you're not going to the gym. No, no, you can't that's... walk. Um, and then when I was healthy enough, I was smart enough to know, like, walking at the gym would help. Picking yeah. up weights as long as I was not being stupid. But it made me feel better. I wanted to get my muscle back. Mm-hmm. You don't realize how quickly you atrophy. So you've known me like I've always been a gym rat yes. for the most, and I'm not jacked. I mean, I'm fifty-something years old, and I'm Jewish. Like yeah, I got Goldberg. some restrictions genetically. Yeah, I'm Bill Goldberg, but you're like the second.
0: There's Goldberg than you. Like I yeah, there's a here, I'm
1: like a poor man's Goldberg.
0: Everybody else looks like fiddler on the roof. <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah, a,
1: so I um, I went to the gym because I lost so much muscle. Like, I would like go like this with my arm. Yeah, it was like Ooh. I was like, I lost everything. You, you were thin, you got really thin. I'm uh, right now I'm 202, which is a little heavy for me. I should be like 193, 194. Yeah. I got down to 162 on chemo. That's and you're you're like
0: six, what six foot? Uh, six. Ba- I shrunk a little, like, yeah, just on six, foot. but one, I'm not short. I'm, I'm you I'm would over never, five I never remember seeing you that. that no, that's that I haven't been no. that
1: skinny since eighth grade,
0: yeah.
1: So it was uh a motivator for me to get my strength back and push and not give me, cause like whatever time I had, I don't know if it was going to be a year, two years. Like, I want to be healthy. Yeah. I mean, who cares if I live two years, if I'm sitting around in a bed and I can't walk, you know, there's no quality of life, no quality of life. When I was in the hospital, I had a, a um, my physical therapist was a young girl. Um, Kristen, she works out at LA fitness in Levittown. Cause okay. that's where I go. And I saw her on the treadmill one day. And I went over to her and she's like, hey, oh my God, how are you? She's like, like, I gained like 20 pounds back and yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. So I talked to her when I see her at the gym. And uh, she would sometimes come over because she'd see me lifting weights. It was probably a little much. And she'd be like, take the weight down. But um, you got a hernia from the Whipple surgery too, right? Massive hernia. You want some ratings here? I'll show my hernia on. You want to see the hernia? Nobody wants to see this thing. I don't want to see it. throw It's the size of a Nerf football.
0: Which that they literally that that's one of the side effects from the Whipple surgery. So the Whipple right? surgery,
1: they cut you, I don't know what you can see what, but they start from right below your chest and they cut okay. you below your belly button. And they don't go through your belly, they go around your belly button, so it looks like a question mark. Oh, wow. That's so weird. I look like the Riddler. I have a question mark around my belly button. But um uh, right on the incision, have you ever seen like um, a picture of somebody with abs? They yeah. That line down the middle? They cut you on that line. Okay. Uh, there's a name for that line. And that's where they pull your stomach open. So it's really common uh, to get a hernia, and I don't know when I got it. I think I got it on chemo because I wasn't supposed to have nausea, but wasn't supposed to be a side effect. Yeah, uh, wrong. So I was uh, having horrible <clears throat> dry heaves one night, like they were coming. It was coming from my toes. I was like, and it was really bad. And I felt a little like, did it hurt? I Just felt like a pop, tear? like a stitch. Okay. I felt something. And then a couple of days later, I noticed I had something maybe like a like the size of a, a like a like an olive or a little bigger, like a little bump. It wasn't anything, but it was like, it felt weird. I showed my doctor, I thought it was maybe scar tissue. <clears throat> and then it just got gradually bigger and bigger. And now it is the size of a football.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I you have I uh, wear, I a brace. I wear around the people can see, but I have a,
1: I wear Spanx. Yeah. He's got, <laughs> he's got
0: male Spanx on. Um, it holds... It, it's just a, a placebo.
1: It's like It doesn't do much. It, it hides it, holds it cosmetically. You, it also holds you in, Security though. blanket, yeah, yeah. I like to know it's... It, I like the tightness of it instead of...
0: I love that joke that you do about the Whipple being like the cute name. It's like the Whipple. It is an adorable yeah, name. Yeah, it
1: is. It's like a dance. to do a Whipple. Whip, <clears> this is never you... in my act. I've never written a joke about this, but yeah. I've joked about it. I've never, never did my act, but I was on the Whipple floor. So my Whip. floor, it was the eighth floor of LIJ, but everybody who has Whipples goes to the eighth floor. Okay. So I wanted to know... It's like we we have to walk around like a mental institution. We're all with walkers. Like we just walk around the unit. So you see us on the hallway. All the whipples. All the whipples. Like because you have to walk after like day one. Like you come out of they surgery. Did that you know, my like, dad's heart so you know, Like get too. out of bed, I and I mean it's pain. They gave me an epidural and it didn't work. They put it in your back yeah. like an epidural. Mine didn't take. So you're walking around in pain. I had no painkillers, so they put one in my arm, oh. like a, a push. They call it where you have control of the morphine. Yeah. But every time I would fall asleep, my my respiratory rate would drop really low. So they cut my <laughs> they cut my push. <laughs> they, like made it every like hour instead of every fifteen minutes. So I was in excruciating pain. And they're like, "You want to walk? No." Um, <laughs> so I would get out of bed and I'd walk. But I wanted to know who the Whipples were.
0: <laughs> Where are the Whipples? Where are the whip? You know what?
1: I, so as I walked the floor, I swear to God, I would just go like under my breath. Like as I, as I got close to somebody, I go. Whipple, whipple. Like I would just say the word whipple, like a whipple, and see if their heads turned, because nobody else knows what it means. So every now and then I go whipple, and some guy would turn. But everybody was like eighty that had a whipple. Yeah, so I felt
0: like, well, why am I the only young fit guy here? Everybody's ninety. That's who's having whipples. I mean, that's that's you know, because for older people, cancer actually grows slower because their bodies are slowing down. So if they find it early enough, they can do the whipple.
1: I mean, thank God I was somewhat fit. It helped the recovery. Well, your doctor told you that too. That you, you oh, I was know. I was lapping those guys on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, what are you on? Your first, first lap? I was like <laughs> blowing by them. <bottom. laughs> get out of the way.
0: Yeah, I um, just, you know, again, that's that surgery is um Well, I told my doctor, because she's like, John,
1: you're I do the surgery. Most of guys are 75 years old. They're not fit like you. Yeah. Like you work out, you're young. And I'm like, he goes, that's good, right? I go, Yeah, it's great. I got a disease that 80-year-olds get. Like I'm very excited about this. <laughs> so uh, he said the rates are climbing. <laughs> he's seeing the rates go up in young people? Yeah. I'm colon cancer. Said it's like it's like a 500% increase. It's well, like, yeah, they're
0: actually now they tell you to get your colonoscopy at 40, not 50.
1: He Said he's seeing this on yeah. a lot of young people. <clears throat> so, look, my last scans were good. I try not to you know, you can go crazy. Of
0: course you can. <clears throat>
1: so the guy calls me. And uh that phone call is the worst 3 days. But you take the scans. I don't think about this for the three months. I yeah. try not to run my life from. Obviously, I think about it because how do you not? But I don't. Up, yeah. I don't dwell on it. It doesn't affect my sleep. It doesn't affect my eating. <clears throat> I live my life, but it's always there in the back of your head. It's the back in your yeah, head naturally. But of course, after you do the scans, it's about a four, five day wait to get the results. That would drive me insane. <clears> so they usually do them on a Wednesday. I schedule them on a Wednesday. I don't get them Thursday, Friday. I almost always get them on that Monday. The Monday. And I call on Friday all the time because the weekend's coming.
0: And the weekend's coming. And, you know, I'm aggressive, so yeah. I'm not
1: shy. I call in. I'm like, well, if the, they in the computer? Like, I'm still <laughs> giving, like, some receptionist hell. I'm like, well, what does it say? Uh, they can't answer me, but I always want my results on Friday because I need to know, like, how much money I can spend on the weekend. Yeah, you want to know if you can go to Vegas for the weekend. Yeah, I want to yeah. know, like... I got it. I'm like, am and Dawn eating at the steakhouse, or is it going to be, you know, <laughs> <laughs> is it cheesesteaks again? <laughs> <laughs> like, which, you know? So, um... I usually get him on a Monday. And every time he calls, it's usually uh, Ebby, the assistant. Ebby calls okay. me. And he's a great guy. i like, awesome. But he tells me, gave me a little inside tip. He goes, look, John, if I call you, it's good news usually. Okay. I said, there's a problem. Usually Dr. Levy's the calling. But now in my head, whenever I pick up the phone, if I Ebby? ever hear a hard voice, I'm going to have a breakdown. So he's always like, hey, John, it's Ebby. And I'm like,
0: Whew, yes. Yeah.
1: But this time he called and he was like, uh, no sign of reoccurrence, no sign of cancer. I go, awesome. And he goes, uh, You got a minute?
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, I'm like, No, I don't. No.
1: <laughs> He's not going to start talking to me about, yeah, you know, hey, you watch Ozark? <laughs> you know, <clears throat> so I'm like, Yeah, I got a minute. And I was in the gym, I was working out. So I like walked to a corner someplace. Yeah. <clears throat> and he goes, One of your lymph nodes has grown. Now that, that means nothing to a guy like me and you. Right? Like, what would
0: that mean to you? It doesn't sound. Why just, like, sometimes when you're sick, they say your lymph nodes are swollen.
1: Like, you know. So I didn't ask any questions because it was, like, coming. So I didn't know, like, where, what. And I go, well, what does that mean? Can that be anything? Can it be a lot of things? And he goes, it could be a virus. could be a bacteria. Because your health history, we got to kind of monitor it. It's still considered normal size. Okay. It's, like, what's considered a normal range. He goes, it's grown three millimeters or something. Okay. But other things can cause that. He goes, but it's got to let you know we're going to watch it.
0: All right, it so says something else you got
1: So then I get off the phone, and I go back to my work, and All of a sudden, I'm like, my lymph nodes... Is, I, I go on my... Uh, I have a portal that I can go on and see all my medical stuff. It's like a LIJ, like a health site.
0: Yeah, I have that. <clears throat> all my, and I have
1: 800... Literally, I have 800 postings in there. So I have to go, and I go to the most recent, and I look, and I find out the name of this lymph node, and then I Google it and find out it's in my stomach. Okay. So that's what the lymph node is.
0: Could it be because you're going through everything with the hernia and <clears throat> stuff like that? Like it's so? nothing related to the no? hernia. Okay. It's either a
1: virus or a bacteria. It happens. Happens, yeah. <clears throat> or uh, I'm dying of cancer. <laughs> <It's> really- <laughs> I'm like, I'm is, any- is there any gray area here? <laughs> it seems. Joe DeVito used to do a joke I used to love about Bigfoot hunters. Yeah. Where they go out in the woods and they like, find like a broken <laughs> twig. And they're like, hmm, could be nothing. <laughs> Could be Bigfoot. (laughs) And I'm like, that's what this is. I'm like, well, there's a lot between nothing and Bigfoot. Yeah. That's, I mean, either I have a stomach virus or I have abdominal cancer. Like, which? I mean, it's, like, one,
0: you know. So my
1: scans are in March.
0: That's in March. You'll you'll find (laughs) out, I guess, more from that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I'll find out. I'll find out everything. I go this Wednesday. I see my doctor. Okay. So, um, my doctor's so f- funny though because she's she's attractive, but I tease Dawn. Yeah, because one day she tried to call. me. I was really sick one night, and we were in. I live in Pennsylvania. We were in our apartment, and the um, the doctor, my doctor, I called her, and then she called me back. But my finger must have been. I missed the call. So Dawn's my emergency contact, and she calls Dawn, and um, Dawn hasn't met her at this point yet. So it's she, like when uh, Carmela me- <clears throat> uh, meets Doctor Melfi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great reference. If, yeah. For those who get it, it's a great <laughs> reference. So, um <laughs> I lost my pencil up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she calls she calls Dawn. <clears throat> and Dawn doesn't Dawn comes in, she goes, There's an Anna on the phone for you? But she's very informal. She'll call me, <laughs> yeah. she'll be like, Hey John, it's Anna. And I always call Dr. Levy. Yeah. I feel weird calling her Anna, but she's cool. Yeah, making it you, know, you know, making yeah. it formal now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So she Dawn walks in with like a look. She goes, There's an Anna on the phone for you John, on her phone? So my God, it's Dr. Levy. She gives me the phone, and you know, we're bullshit. But I think it's just really funny, you know,
0: for three days. It's hilarious. The ones like I'm like I have my appointment Anna's on Wednesday. She's like, Anna. with Anna? <laughs> Keegan, but, uh, uh, Mike even Keegan, Dawn loves her. Mike Keegan said uh, with the Whipple thing, he goes, "You should have got a game of Whipple ball going." <laughs> I'll give a shout out to Mike Keegan. Yeah, uh, so it's 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 crazy how like you know everything boils down to this these three months. Like you know, you try to think about it. Staying, how do you stay positive in that in that time? You see, I, wasn't, I wasn't positive before. Well, that's what you I'm saying. Me. But this is like you know, we you know, it's like me and McKenna. We like you know, we we talk about this and stuff like that. He's like the most miserable person in the like, world. How's he? How's he gonna stay positive during this? And like one of the things we used to joke about, like you're gonna survive just so you can complain about everything that's happened to you from yeah. from the chemo. Like it's gonna be like, well, I can't do this. Cause I got the this and this and this and you. It's funny now because. That's funny, but you go into stores, and if something doesn't go your way, you will show them what happened to you from the cancer.
1: I've almost, I've almost undressed completely. <laughs> so he's in stores. doing it.
0: He's actually doing it. <laughs>
1: I've actually taken my shirt off in Bob's furniture store. Um, that was my
0: favorite story. I got three months. I got three, three weeks to live. I don't want to spend it done. Bob. And you know,
1: Dawn. Dawn's very shy. Yeah, Dawn doesn't like confrontation like that. She's very respectful. When I pulled my shirt up in Bob's, I looked over. My Dawn was. <laughs> Zigzagging in between recliners, <laughs> just trying to get to the parking lot. She left me in the store.
0: That's. Well, I know how you are when you like you you guys go for a car and you, you get you know you're negotiating uh, a price for Dawn. She gets starts reading like you know the, the back of like oh uh, Dawn takes that like oh she's yeah
1: like, it's seventy percent alcohol like reading her hand
0: sanitizer. reading the hand sanitizers because you like we want a friend that you want you want a car like what you, what you want to get.
1: I think we talk about that. Look, I'm still not positive. Yeah, but I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I have. Less anxiety since I've got sick than before. Okay. Not that I was riddled with anxiety. You know, I never had like panic. I was not, you know, but yeah. more like anxious, nervous, worried about things, concerned. It took a lot of that away, oddly. Um, I, I didn't I, change my perspective on life. I don't yeah. smell the flowers. And, uh, no, you know, I talk you every know. day. You don't, you don't
0: smell the flowers. No. You <laughs> know what I
1: do do? Like, I go out for breakfast by myself a lot. Yeah. And when I'm eating my food, my food tastes a little better. Okay. It, it sounds really corny to say it, but like I understand, like there was a year where I couldn't eat food. I mean, I could, but nothing tasted good. Everything
0: made me sick.
1: Yeah, I had no medicine, appetite. Yeah, I take
0: medicine before you eat. I take medicine with down. every yeah. single
1: meal. I had to take something called Creon, which is like three or four pills. They're enzymes break, down, break right. down food, but even with that, I got sick. So your bowel movements aren't normal, and it's like, what's it going to be today? Yeah, you don't know. It's not one thing, and sometimes it's an uncomfortable
0: stomach. Um, it just. Takes the joy out of food. Yeah, I could imagine because I, when I, not that this is the, even on the same plane as what you, but like I had stomach issues recently with uh, bad acid reflux yeah, and my gallbladder. And stuff like that. Who wants to eat? <clears throat> and I did. My stomach was, even before leading up to that, like I would get like a couple, couple months leading up to it, I would get sometimes really bad acid reflux or pain. And that uneasy stomach just like messes with your whole. Like your whole body is just different with uh, it.
1: I had it every day for a year.
0: Yeah, I couldn't. Imagine. Like literally
1: every day for a year. There was never a good day. I remember I went with uh, my sister and brother in law came up to Pennsylvania and we there's an Italian restaurant that it's actually it's the one good Italian restaurant Depends on this Depends one. in the state of Pennsylvania. So uh, we went to this place and uh, they give very big portions and it's really good and I was excited to be with my family eat and I was I was sick and I took one bite. Yeah, and I had to use the single stall bathroom. In the Italian restaurant. (laughs) And of course, the restaurant's packed. So I get in there. I'm like, you you know, you want to get in and out as quick as you can. But this was, I was sick. I had my foot. It was so small, this bathroom. I had my foot on the door. Like, there's a lock, but it's like one of those little, like, you put it through the hole, like a a latch. Yeah, they're coming through. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) nothing. They push hard. The door's opening. So I had my foot on the door. And people kept trying to open the door to come in. And you don't even know what this. An old Ryan um, Brooke joke. Remember that joke? No. When you do like a courtesy flush. Oh, like, yes. Yeah, it's yes, going to okay. be the first flush of many. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, come back. It's going to be a while. Be a while. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. I was just kind of like, and then people, they shake the door and they don't leave until you go, I'm in here.
0: Yeah. I, 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 like, don't make me talk. Like at work, like we have a <laughs> bath. If I go to open it and it's locked, I walk away. I don't keep yeah, like doing this. Human, like, yeah, no, like, kept like
1: shaking it. Finally, I'm, like, I'm in here. So it was a really like food wasn't good. So now when I eat, i appreciate of it. Like the last few days, my stomach hasn't been good and I don't really have that. My stomach's fairly good. Yeah. And I made no dietary restrictions. They gave me a whole bunch of stuff that was going to be progress. They took out my gallbladder, part of my pancreas, part of my intestine, and then they rewired me. I don't know what that means, but like things don't connect like other people's. Okay. Like my bile duct goes to your pancreas. I think mine may connect here. Like, so when you do scans in me, it's all like read. Yeah, it would yeah. be like, like no one had to fix a car. And then you open up the hood and you're like, the hell's going on here? Like yeah, things, this. Are, yeah, things are wired <laughs> weird. So um, <clears throat> I was told I wouldn't be able to eat a lot of things. And I eat whatever. I eat French yeah. fries. I'm in a diner like five nights a week and everything comes. You can, no matter what you get, it comes with French fries. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everything at a diner is like, you want fries? Yeah, like, I have I got, to
0: substitute like potato. Well, I've started on.
1: with the substitutions. Yeah. Because I don't want to keep eating fries just for... But they don't bother me. No, I it. eat Italian. I eat meatballs. You eat all my fries. That's what you used to do. Yeah. <laughs> I love French fries. Like, friends. you don't <laughs> eat all these fries. Oh, I love French <laughs> fries. So, but I eat mean, a lot of fried crap. Yeah, it's you not. Know. It's the worst thing for um, me. I don't eat desserts, really. There was a period, because I was 162, and I yeah. couldn't eat food. So, like, pancakes, pizza, bagels. The only protein I can consistently eat that didn't bother me was either bland chicken or eggs.
0: No, for a while you were just trying to get weight on.
1: Just <laughs> so trying to get weight yeah. on. So I go to a diner after you know late at night, and I'd eat a, s- a stack of pancakes and a milkshake, both. Sounds awesome. Yeah, it's like three thirty-five hundred. Like the old days we used yeah, to like go. That's what I used to get but the old I, days. I, but I never, you know what I mean?
0: Like yeah. back then, I was always getting an omelet. I would get the pancakes and the and the milkshake and yeah. I watched it. And then like I watched you of- go face down into a red velvet. <laughs> I didn't stack. go down. I was just a little <laughs> was close. I was a little tired <laughs> after I ate it.
1: <laughs> you were making that noise like when they shoot yeah. a bear with a tranquilizer duck. you uh, were like Pff, <laughs> Pff. You had like syrup on your chin. I'm like, You okay? <laughs> I remember that night. That was
0: <laughs> I thought uh, I was going into a diabetic coma. Yeah.
1: Um, in the diner, here. Yeah. So I always ate clean, but then what happens is, and I get it. like you, And you know, like, I don't have weight issues. I've always yeah. been pretty fit, pretty lean, but uh, Dawn always tells me that I'm, I'm a fat guy trapped in a skinny guy's body. Because I have food issues. Yeah, you love food. But... but I also medicate myself with food. Yeah. I get it. I'm just no. really regimented and disciplined, but I have to be that way because if I didn't do that, I mean, I can easily, like, close
0: the door and just eat a, a, an entire yeah. pizza. You if could I, have this podcast if you really wanted to. Oh yeah, I can be. Yeah. Oh, I can. can I can have
1: forward with John Ziegler. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't disciplined, I'd be on Bravo. <laughs> no, but I, you know, I really like food. Yes. And I don't eat till I'm full. I eat till like, like we we're friends with Brian McKenna. He's a comic. Mm-hmm. We're friends with him. Brian's really fit, but Brian doesn't love food, so it's not like discipline for him.
0: Yeah, he's always like, "Eat egg
1: whites." I'm like, "I don't want to
0: eat egg whites." Like if
1: I go to a diner with him, he's like a piece of grilled chicken, broccoli steamed. Yeah. yeah he's fine. He just no, eats no cause flavor. He eats because he has to eat. Yes. But I go to a diner and I'm like, I don't want that shit. Like, no, I want, want eat. This
0: good food here. Yeah, I want food. I want real. I'm the same way. That's why, like, I, I, You guys always make fun of me for what stuff I make, but I try to eat like you know something that's appetizing and like doesn't make me feel oh, like. Oh, because you're
1: not going to stick to it if you don't.
0: Yeah, because if I'm just because when I when I first got out of the hospital and I was, my still I could I couldn't eat anything but like rice and grilled chicken. And, like my stomach couldn't handle any kind of a spice or anything like that. Now that I'm getting better, I can... But I still have to watch, you know, the stuff that I eat. It's with your, it's better. Because they're not going to remove your gallbladder, so it's always going to have a tendency to get a little...
1: Well, they can remove it. They're not going to, though. Not right now, they're not. That's what I mean. So, like, you'd rather not remove it. I'm high...
0: They consider me high risk for surgery.
1: Yeah. All surgery is high risk.
0: Yeah, well, that's what, like, you know, my gastro said. He's like, oh, you know, people think it's a gallbladder. It's in and out. He goes, anytime you go under... It's not good. good. He goes, your you know, it's... it's you a, know what I saw? I've been under anesthesia
1: in the past year and a half. A lot, right? Like 11 times. Yeah. And every time I go under, you know what kind of waivers you sign? They stand over your bed and they're like, oh, this is in case you don't wake up. This is in case you're, you know...
0: <laughs> but my um. my all came back good as far as like my blood work and all that. So I would be not as big of a risk because I'm like, I, I don't, I'm not gonna say healthy, but like... But yours is more like a... I don't, at this point, it's
1: still an optional surgery. My yes. surgeries weren't optional.
0: No, I, so I'm, I, I'm not even trying to put it on the same level. No, but they would come would over
1: think. to me and be like, well, you know, you just got to sign this just in case. And I would no. look at them and be like, well, if I don't sign, if I don't do the surgery, what happens? Like, oh, you'll be dead in four months. I go, well, I guess I'm if, signing this. They told
0: me there's a 70% chance I could have another attack. But they liked the way my gallbladder looked as far as it wasn't inflamed. It wasn't, um, like they say because I was getting calcified in a way. like it. My surgeon yeah. told Dawn... It's the worst gallbladder he's ever seen. Oh, that's nice. And, you,
1: and he says, because I was complaining about pain, <clears throat> but everybody goes, yeah, yeah. Like you, people just dismiss you. Yeah. She came out and she goes, he comes out and speaks to Dawn and goes, it's the worst gallbladder I've ever seen. It was black and like shriveled up oh and just God, poised. And he goes, uh, he must have been in a lot of pain. That's what he says. And she goes, yeah, we told you that for like two weeks. You, you know what I was
0: thinking? Like, you always, for a while you were having back problems. I don't know if they're related. But the, I, that is a, sp- uh, a side a effect signed, of pancreatic cancer. Like, yeah. That's what I always think. Like maybe like that was like it was starting then or something. <clears throat> I think like,
1: the back problems were from laying in a hospital bed for forty one days.
0: Then a comfortable. no, no. I'm seeing
1: before that happened. No, that's just old Jewish back. Okay. I've had I that just, for years. I'm just, just thinking death. like you know nah, that's like oh. all those times at
0: the club like you were standing there like oh like, no you know. that's unrelated.
1: That's just my back hurts. Okay, you know, I played basketball for years. You know, doing Jitsu at fifty. <laughs> well, <laughs> all the things that should hurt your back
0: hurt you back. Okay, they hurt your back. It's the only
1: thing I had to give up that I really miss. With jiu-jitsu? I can't do it. And, and even after the hernia surgery, it's three you know, months for recovery. Yeah. And I'm I'm a little nervous to go back because certainly what I don't want to do is tear it again. No, you don't want that to happen. But I don't want to. Not I really enjoyed it. And besides comedy, how many things do I like? It's the only other outlet I found in all yeah. these years. And jiu-jitsu is really very similar Um I don't know your listening audience here. A lot of these people doing jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Yes. Jiu-jitsu, Big right. jiu-jitsu crowd. Yeah, we're the... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, you... Uh, lost my train of thought. I'll call it chemo brain. Okay. Um,
0: <laughs> I got chemo brain. Until
1: lately, I've been forgetting shit mid-sentence all the time.
0: Yeah, I just see old. <laughs>
1: but, oh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's very parallel to, um, to comedy. Like, when you start comedy...
0: That's right. I mean, that's, I I, I'm going to start doing it now. You no, know. no, but it no, is. No, I'm like. kidding, no, But I'm...
1: you know what I mean? Like, you start, you stink. Yes. But you meet mm. other people your level, and then you meet more senior people who are really nice to you and guide you along, and it's like, it's like a little cult. Like It is. I like was... When we did comedy, all we hung out with was comics.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, we, yeah, especially being a younger comic, you know, the, the guy's are the next step ahead of you. And they would. They would kind of bring you along and tell you what to expect, what not to do. We were um, lucky,
1: though. We came at a time. We had some good dudes. Lucky. We had some good guys there that were seasoned, and um, they were really good. They were good to us. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I kind of think it was – it's probably not like that now. Um, again, it's just – it's different now. <laughs> oh, those, those guys got older. They yeah. moved
1: on a lot of them, or their, their careers took off, so they were elsewhere. So I don't know who the senior people are now. But when I was there, we had Star and Monty and – Roach and DeVito and mm-hmm. Crumps and you know uh, Joey Cola. We had all these Long Island guys who've been around for twenty years, and every club I work, Bananas, Stress Factory, uh, Wisecrackers, all the Treehouse mm-hmm. Rooms. Um, one of those names I mentioned got me in.
0: Yeah, and also what took me? What I owe, um I kind of took it as a compliment when I started doing the road, and I was at a club with with somebody like I didn't they didn't know me. I just gotten this like a feature gig somewhere. Uh, they would be like, I know you're from Long Island because how you handle yourself at the club. Like, you know, you come, you're early. You know, you shake everybody's hand at the end of the, end of the night. I got the same thing, which is funny. Yeah. I did a stress factory for, uh,
1: for Vinny Brand. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the night, I stayed, you know, I could have caught a train and split. He doesn't care if you leave early. We got to yeah. get back to Long Island. But I stayed and I stood by the door and shook everybody's hand on the way out. He goes, that's really nice. You do that. I go, I don't know. It's just what I've done for seven years. I didn't that? really know like other people don't do it.
0: No, I like I I guys leave. Like when I started not that I headlined for a while on the road, but like, you know, the couple of times I headlined, the feature would leave after a set. Or the host, you know, is very
1: just... rarely did. Like there's a guy, um you would know him. He's got he, a crazy career now, but at the time he wasn't. You know, I'll, I'll say it something so not good with <laughs> Lil, Lil L I L. How do you say that? Lil Ray Lil Ray? Lil Ray. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah.
0: How do you say it? Lil? Lil. Lil?
1: like, Well, you say Lil Ray. Like, you know, It's slang. It's L-I-L you know, I, with an apostrophe. You got to say
0: it like in one thing. You can't go like Lil and let it like, go for yeah, it. Yeah, well, I,
1: I never wanted to Lil? say his name when I worked with him. I was just like, Ray. Lil Ray. Yeah, I can't say <laughs> Um So um, I did McGuire's with him once, but that's when I was running the open mic yes, at brokerage. Okay. So I had to leave. And I went up to him before I went on. I go, hey, I always stay to the end of the headliner set. I just want to say I run a show at the mm-hmm. other club. I have to leave. And he was appreciative that I, I said that because um, we didn't really talk very much, but he was like, oh, really nice of you, thank you. And then I saw him at Gotham one night, and he remembered me, he came right over to me, so it goes a long way just being courteous like that. It does, yeah. And then I went to see the um the movie uh, Get Out, the Jordan Peele movie, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And uh, he's got a major part in that movie.
0: I didn't see the movie, but...
1: Yeah, but he's got like a major role in it, yeah. and I'm looking, I'm like, is that... Little, 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 right? Lil. <laughs> so, um, and now he's in Mage. He was in that basketball movie when everybody dressed up like old men, yes, Kyrie, and he had his own sitcom. Like, this guy went on to have a massive career. Yeah,
0: Nick said, um, always stay to the end, Demon Scar stays to the end, network and say thank you goes a long way. Yeah, yeah, I agree with him. That's true. Thing with music. Nick, Nick networks like crazy, uh, with his band, you know, he always, and he's true, he promotes other bands. he, you know, it's, it's just it does go a long way, and I, I always found that like it was like they knew right away where I was from because I handle how we handle myself, and that'll be that's how we came up. That's how it was taught to us. Like you know, you don't leave you you, you know you shake everybody's hand nicely. The comics that was one thing I was really great at, but you know I that was <laughs> was unpleasant sometimes. Um, But it did it it it, it goes a long way because what people don't realize is that like you know when you're booking a show. You don't want to have any headaches or problems. You want to make sure everything's going to go smooth. So you're not going to book a guy who's not going to have to worry about.
1: No, you don't want a headache. Especially, no. like, let's say it's my show. I'm, I do mm-hmm. a country club. I do it once a year. They pay me two grand. Yeah. So maybe I have to pay the comics. I make, like, 1200 bucks on that night. Nice night's pay Very for nice. an easy gig. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Last thing I want to do is bring in a comic who's going to call people names or insult the place. Yep. And now they're like, yeah, we're going to look in another direction then. Cause they don't need me. Nope. we to find another five other people who can produce shows. So yeah. like, I want to make sure I put on a really good show. Everybody stays. Everybody's courteous. <clears throat> uh, Cause I don't want to lose that 1200 bucks a year. Cause if you have, you know, hopefully you get like 10 rooms like that. And every year you have 10 rooms yeah. that, you know, you're making this money. And you know, if you can get enough of those, um, I look at a guy like, uh, Kevin Downey, who's a road dog. Like I, I think he's on, He's done at least 48 or 49 of the states. I don't know if he's done every one yet. He's just,
0: I mean, he's even done Hawaii. I he mean, has. So yeah, he's, he's done he's... almost
1: every state. I don't know what state's missing off his list, but he just has his bookings. And then the next year it becomes easy. because you're like, well, okay, it was a year ago. You just, yep. it's like, a, a, you know, back to the beginning and you keep doing, and then you add in new ones, you lose some. But for the most part, his calendar's just booked up year to year. So that's the goal is to be like, this is the shows I do every yeah. March. You don't got to really worry, just stay in circulation.
0: Yeah, like I have the Belmore <laughs> Firehouse I do uh, every, every year. And yeah, you can a, count on that. I count on that. And this first year we actually did it. You were actually on the show. We did it the first time from COVID. Um, and, like, yeah, that's the thing, though. i very really, like, you know, AJ will hit me up, like, you know, in November, saying, let's get a date. And it's the same thing. It's like, okay. And then he says, just pick the comics. Let me know who's on the show. Um, and it's always, a, you know, so I, I looked at guys that I want to work with. And then I, like I said, I know it's not going to be a problem. I have to worry about guys getting there on time. You know, are they going to do their Canceling time? last yeah.
1: minute, you know. Um, I want pros on the show. Yeah, it makes a difference. Absolutely. <clears throat> it's also more fun. You know, let's say anxiety. It, well, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And you know, I'm riddled. When I produce a show, I'm always like, I'm there three hours early. I do yeah. sound checks. I'm worried about the spotlight. Where does this go? Um, like, I'm always like, I'm a little OCD. That's why I'm at every show I'll produce. Like, I know guys who produce shows and they, just don't get, show they get somebody else to run it. Because no. well, I understand you get double booked. It's yeah. happened to me before. You got to like, make sure everything's going well. Yeah, so you need somebody you can trust. To be on the show, we can set up sound, lighting, and yeah. show up, pay people, but I have too much anxiety to entrust that to somebody else. I yeah, I
0: I, yeah. I, I haven't booked as I don't book as many as you do, but the ones I, I buy, have, I've booked a handful. I do like three. No, but like anyone I'm on, most of them I'm on, but like I always I get there early. Same thing. Like I get the I got the Belmo really early just to make sure. I mean, the spotlight wasn't great, but it <laughs> we was, did a good job. Nothing worked. <laughs> it was worse when I got there. The mic didn't the work. Mic the didn't work, so the yeah. spotlight was kind of just yeah. You spotlight just, had a
1: twelve inch radius. It was worse when I got there. Yeah, it was like... A, <laughs> they actually separated. It's <laughs> like I was under a... The beams. Like a, like a laser pen pointed at me. I'm like, that's a good spotlight. You see my belly yeah. button? Um, yeah, I mean, that's... But The stage was okay. A lot of guys knocked the I didn't think the stage was as
0: creaky. So that stage, okay. I'll tell you a story. That's, so, <laughs> I thought the stage was okay. It, was worse, it used to be worse. So the first year, they built that stage. It used to be those stages. You just stand in front of the room, like most, you know, a lot yeah, of yeah. places. <laughs> so I come back an age ago, and I built the stage. It was literally like... Plywood, like it went. It, I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna go right through it. I was like standing on the beams, like I didn't. Like, I was like on the support beams, Um like the Undertaker when he talks about what he was doing the Hell in Cage, the Cell with Foley. He goes, Foley went through. I stood on the beams because otherwise we both would have fell. Um Yeah, so and then it, he put like reinforcements underneath it. it. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad, but there's weak spots in in it. Yeah, I remember we did East Northport. You're on that yeah. stage, and the uh, fire. The
1: chief was standing next to me. Every time he took a step, he literally, he would squeeze my leg or my arm. <laughs> like his anxiety. I'd go, I felt like me and him were on a roller coaster. Every time it's not the,
0: he would squeeze me like, oh, is that gonna? So that that show, I was in my prime. That was the heaviest I ever was. I was in my prime. I was. That was the heaviest I ever was. And that was a high stage. High stage. I had to bring out, they had to find stairs for me to get to the <clears> onto <throat> the stage. And I remember when I was walking across it, I was like, uh-oh. I was nervous. I said, I, I'm i like, this is the night it's gonna happen. But every time I stepped, people would like just turn their head sideways and look at the the okay. bend in the. Like every time I, I'm like, they would do that. And I'm like, I'm just going to stand here. So literally I was standing there like, I don't know if you ever took DDP yoga, but they huh. tell you. No. Okay, so <laughs> with Diamond Dallas Page says so like you plant your feet and you kind of like grab with your toes. Yeah. That's what I was doing to just like stay still. My thighs were on fire. I couldn't wait to that doing set.
1: isometric exercises. I couldn't for 30 minutes. wait
0: for that set to be over to get off that stage because I literally thought it was going to come crashing in. That yeah, was that uh, was a good show. It was, yeah. But I didn't know like you know, I I didn't know you guys were all waiting in the back for that. to Oh happen. no, I was holding my breath because I
1: was watching it and I was like, <laughs> please not tonight. But the that was, chief kept grabbing me. Like was like, oh, he would squeeze my shoulder and, and I, he was so nervous. <laughs> so that was anyway. That's always been a fear of mine that the the stage is going to. Well, that's why I never like uh, Rockwell's. You never did Rockwell's, right? I never did Rockwell's. They don't do comedy anymore. They stopped after no. the pandemic. But Rockwell's had a high stage, and it was like a little hard to get to. And you were like, get me in the Rockwell's. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> You told me. You didn't even show you. You're like, hey, you can't get up there. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to get up there. Like,
0: what do you mean? Because that's high. You got to get it's up there. It's high, and it wasn't. It's, it was. Um, it it would have been rough. So if anybody goes to um, any shows at Governor's The Giggle Room, uh, that handle on this the rail is the Di Domenico rail. That was put there for me. Um, they've and, made the room but you haven't been there I've, no, so they I've made the room years. they've added about 30 seats okay and spaced
1: it out a little so it's not as tight it's a it's a better it's a good room for comedy out well, about when they first people. built
0: it I thought they were gonna have a place where you can go to the stage from like the, the wall it would be easier just to go up yeah, that it way tight. it was a little tight um, and then he put they put the rail because I was doing uh, we were doing a podcast show at, that was one of the first shows we did in there it was the podcast show and they put the rail up, so so it's a D-Domenico rail. I did, now it's probably they, you know, it's not. But it, it, you know, back then it was. That's great. You know, I haven't been, I haven't been at those clubs in th- three years. Three years today, actually. It's weird because you know yeah. I live in, uh, I've been in Pennsylvania for a year and a half. So like during
1: the week when we had shows on Thursdays mm-hmm. and Sundays and off nights, <clears throat> there's nothing by me. Like I can't just be like I'm gonna go do an open mic or yeah. a crappy show. Like even if it's a crap, <laughs> even if it's a crap show. There is not. Everything's an hour for me. I'm like, you know, I can't be like, yeah, don't, I'm going to go to Philly. I'll be back in three hours. Like, it's not worth no. going.
0: Like, we, it was always, there's always a spot to get up yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I have, I mean, there's nothing by me. There's no
1: comedy scene. And I can't even produce my own shows because if there are smaller shows, I only, I know one comic who lives up there. Okay. It was a good comic. He's really funny. It's kid Tyler Rothrock, who was living in Jersey for a while doing comedy. He lives in the town next to me. Um, so I have him. Okay. But if I got to book shows i got to start calling people in from Jersey and Long Island. I don't have any comic friends in Pennsylvania. So it makes it hard to produce a show when I have a $50 budget. I'm like, what you, I'm going to invite somebody up for $100 to drive two and a half hours. I would have done it. Um, yeah, I know you probably would have. and Yeah. A thing. And, you know, people, done, I, have, I have a two-bedroom. People can crash at
0: my place. I've done a lot worse for a lot less. <clears throat> yeah, you know what? I used to, you know, those uh, going back and forth to... Uh, the jersey shore um oh god I used to do that so that yeah that was a run it was it was wednesday to saturday and i you know i worked i worked a full time job so i would leave right from work and head down mm-hmm. there then come back do the whole thing by like that friday like driving home i'd be like on the bridge i'm like yeah i just maybe turn the wheel a little bit like it's just like you know it's, <laughs> it was bad comedy's a weird place
1: <clears throat> excuse me now because um you know i'm 55 years old mm-hmm. and uh I'm eligible for 55 and older communities. That's isn't that weird. I'm looking for an apartment. Should, you here. You should be
0: looking at those places. I am looking
1: at those places. And the only question they have, because Dawn's not Dawn's, yeah. Dawn's, younger than me. But it's they, this is their requirement. young chippy. This, well, this is their <laughs> this is their requirement. I always go. They go. Are you 55? I go. I'm 55. They're like, oh, I gotta play. It's cheaper. It's still a fortune here on yeah. Long Island, but cheaper than a regular. About thousand a month less. Okay, so three thousand instead of four thousand for an apartment. It's still not a steal. No, but. Whatever, and they're nice and they're small. It is usually like thirty units, and I like that everybody's old because they're quiet. They go to bed at eight o'clock. I don't people blasting music or you know what I mean. Super Bowl, nobody watched a game. They're all in bed. It's great. So I would live in a fifty-five and older. So they're always like, um, you know, you're fifty-five. I go yes, and and I go, but my girlfriend's not. Is that okay? Like, can she live there? Yeah. And they go, yeah, that's fine, as long as you are. But their thing, they always go, but is she? uh, As long as she's over (laughs) eighteen.
0: Like how many problems they have with this in the past. I got yeah, that's headache. what I said. I go, well, the
1: fact that every <laughs> single one I've looked at goes, is she over 18? I go, What's, what, what do you think I'm doing here? Are going to run like a, a... I'm running a prostitution ring out of yeah. <laughs> <have> a 55 <laughs> and older community. Um, so I looked at one in Farmingdale and it was beautiful and it was expensive, but I was thinking of it. And then I, I'm stuck in a lease in Pennsylvania. So we're stuck there for several more months. That's going to be moving back though. Um, by July 1st. My goal, yeah. my goal is to move back, you know, as long as I can afford it. Back on Long Island and then uh, you know i got a wedding to plan it's already a nightmare it's we haven't done anything this is the you got to see my the, list by the way what the people my guest list grows daily <laughs> who you how many people are you invite to this thing i think dawn's list was like 62 and then with people who are probably not going to make yeah. it dawn's looking at about 50 okay and that's counting all her the kids yeah she's got like 12 of them so her guest list is very small. It's like fifty people. That includes the kids. Yeah. So it's like thirty-eight adults. Okay. Um, my guest list, no kids. I'm up to like hundred.
0: How do you know this many
1: people? Oh, comic. Most of them, a lot of them, are comics. I don't. But I get carried away though, because like I meet somebody. My yeah. guy did an open mic with that guy in 2009. I like him. You know I'm what? inviting everybody. Give, give
0: me the list. I'll tell you exactly who to take off that thing. I'm gonna go. Through, I'm gonna go through it, and the unpleasant. But you know what else happens? The unpleasant pen. We're gonna you, get you.
1: Look at it. somebody, right? You yeah. go, I'm gonna. This guy's got to be invited. He's a good friend of mine. But then I look at the other list, and I go, "Yeah, but he doesn't know anybody. Like, I can't just invite him. Yeah, nobody's yeah. gonna talk to him. So now I got to invite like other people I like that are friendly with him. I have to get like. <laughs> you don't have to though. You don't. You... <laughs> I feel like I'm at a fifth grade birthday party. I'm like, gonna invite no, the whole class. You don't have to. That's How do you a... leave somebody out? Very easily. You don't invite them. So they're friends that are like. For, like, obviously, you and Brian are like, yes, 100%, you guys are two of my closest yeah, friends. I'm but then dead. I have comics that I really like. Yeah, Like, like we know. don't talk on the phone. We don't hang out. And they don't come to the wedding. But I like them a lot. And I've worked with them for years. And I, I just thought it would be like a... My wedding, I'm treating it as two things. I'm treating it as, yeah, I'm getting married and I okay. want a big wedding. Also, I had one foot in the grave six months ago. So I kind of want to have, right. like, a celebration. I, you know what I mean? I get it. I get like, that. Like, I feel good. I'm getting married. I want to see all my friends. And not have it be about... A fun, a GoFundMe or a special. Like I just want to have a party. I have a party. I, I get it. I'm so, actually
0: I'm looking forward to this wedding a lot. Well, actually. Dawn and I have agreed
1: on um, a bare bones wedding. Okay. Thank God, I'm marrying somebody who's on the same page as me. And what I mean by that is we don't give a shit about. We need these favors and centerpieces. I go waste don't of money. That. She's like, what about a photographer? I go, you have 17 cameras on the back of your iPhone. There's like, this. It looks like an octopus is. Uh, you know, like just. We'll take somebody with an iPhone take a bunch of pictures. Yeah. I don't need a professional Plus photographer. People,
0: I'm, you can, I'm sure somebody's, You can bring a camera and take pictures. I know a lot of friends you'd uh, yeah, kind have of, it's. I don't need any. I don't need
1: these pre-posed pictures with now the mother-in-law gets in. Yeah, now with gotta, the kids. You don't like, want to do
0: those? Eh,
1: so what are you going to do with them? You yeah, hang them up. Like one. I've already set a requirement on how many pictures from the wedding are allowed in my apartment. I'm not going to have one of those walls. Not going to happen. Like this is us. This is us, you know. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. So I'm going to... um.
0: Keep it very bare bones. I time like a new comedy special. John Ziegler getting my wedding affairs in order. You know what? <laughs> All my new jokes, Nick, are about the wedding. From buying a ring, planning.
1: We were going to do a backyard wedding. Which sounds like fun. Yeah, until you start planning it. i was like, it'll be cheaper. I don't have to worry about numbers then. Yeah.
0: Because I'm okay. just going to
1: cater it. Yeah. And I'm going to buy enough food for 800 people. So I'll just invite whoever I want. When you go to a hall, you pay per head. Yes. so change this thing. So we were going to do a backyard wedding. I called about a tent. Then the people's house I was going to use, or like, look, I can't have two hundred people running in and out of our bathroom. It's true. You she goes, get porta-potties. "The porta potties," but they make them fancy now, so I call the porta potty people, and you know me on the phone right away. Yes. And um, they're like, it's like five hundred bucks for one porta potty. I go, okay, but they're a la carte, so everything you want in the porta potty is added on. They're like, uh, so, so I'm not making these up. He goes, five hundred dollars. I go, awesome. He goes, um, would you like the flush? Seventy five <laughs> bucks, if you. I go. Wait, I, they automatically flush. No, you got to get one that hooks up to a thing and it flushes. So it's, it's seventy five bucks if you want it to flush. And I'm like, well, in other words, you just shit in a bucket in the backyard. I go, yeah, I need it to flush. Yeah, it's not a construction site. Then he goes, do you want a sink? And I hands. go, even got to watch. I can't. Guys coming out like this, like just cleaning their hands off. Like, what is that shrimp? And they're gonna go, <laughs> like it's disgusting. Um, the smell. They have things for the smell. Okay. You want soap. Yeah, by the time I was done, it was like $900. So they get you. So I'm like, And then there's a pickup and drop off charge. Yes. It's, like, it's cheap. It's like 25 bucks, but I need two of them. So now you're talking like $1,500 bucks just on bathrooms. The tent's almost $4,000 with tables well and linens. Point. Then I got to get catered with food, then a bartender, and then I got to make sure the yard is all. And I don't want the people who I know them, they're going to work their asses off if I yeah. have it at their house. Me and Dawn don't want them doing work. Okay, It's the people that have allowed me to stay with them. Like they've done enough. Last thing I need them doing is hiring contractors to come in and clean their That's backyard up for a wedding. So we're looking, um, right in Seaford. Okay, this Thursday night I'm looking at a place. What's it called? It used to be a Seaford Knights of Columbus, but they don't like to call it Knights of Columbus now. It's like a catering hall name. Is it across from a church? <clears throat> I don't know where it is. I'm going. I think Thursday I know this place. Night. It's in Seaford. It's a Knights of Columbus actually. Uh, Ozzy recommended it. Okay, I, I know. Ozzy a Governor recommended it. I,
0: I'm pretty sure that I know this place. I think my uh, my cousin had her, uh, one of the baptism parties I looked at there. pictures
1: online. It looks nice. Yeah, no, I. I Price is reasonable. If it's and, the one across
0: the street from the church, I've been there a few times. It's really nice.
1: And it's a one-stop shop. They have a okay. DJ. They do cocktail hour catering. You can get married. Like, I just want simple.
0: Yeah, like when I was when I was getting married, uh, when I was planning the wedding, um, we found this place. It's the Marconi Manor in Islip. And it was like, the package was like it was like $10,000 and but you got photographers flowers yeah, it does everything uh, food and it was like a certain amount of people and if you wanted you could add for a certain amount of head you could add people to it but like like Dawn's not getting a wedding dress she's going to buy a dress okay
1: and i try not to bang people out you know i understand like i've been invited to weddings yeah and it gets expensive and yep. it, you know people don't all have money so i am trying to make life easy on people
0: inviting comedians so yeah
1: you yeah, got to inviting comedians <laughs> so look i'm trying to cut corners but i still i expect anybody listening Full envelopes, you understand? <laughs> I'm trying to make, <laughs> not making you wear a suit. The one's <laughs> like, where do you register? I go, I don't register, Wells Fargo, I'm not registering. You bring me a toaster up and I'm making you leave. <laughs> I'll throw you out of my wedding. You show, envelopes. you show up with a crock pot, you're out. So yeah, I got to register. Okay. Um, I just want money though. It's all I need, because I'm paying. Jordan Louderback <laughs> so funny because he's serious. I say to Lauterbach, because Jordan's getting married.
0: Yes, i know that. I'm
1: like two months after me. So I go, Jordan, man, it's expensive, right? He goes, Yeah. So I Yeah, it's expensive. So I go to pay that. So I go, I don't have any I go, I don't have any parents. My parents have passed away. I go, I gotta pay for this all on my own. He goes, Yeah, well that and you're fifty six years old. So I'm like, well, yeah, and that, like, even if your parents were alive, would you be like, pay for my wedding?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you get, you're you a
1: grown man. You're an adult. You're a grandfather almost. You're,
0: yeah, you're the age people pay weddings for. Like, you know, even yeah. if you had kids, it'd be, I should be paying for the wedding, not asking yeah. my mom. So, um, so late, I've crunched the numbers,
1: and you know, yeah. between the envelope, hopefully, I don't, you know, covers my because I don't have it. I got a ring, um, which is quite a nice ring. I'm not gonna lie. You seen any pictures of that ring? I haven't seen. I've seen the picture, but I haven't seen it in person yet. Um. It's uh, pretty damn nice. It's a very nice ring. Yeah. You ever yeah. see, uh, there's an old movie, uh, Lords of Flatbush is one of the early Stallone movies. Yes, I know yeah, that movie. He's I mean, it's old. It's like pre-Rocky. Yeah, the Harry Wink was in it, too. So. <clears throat> yes, yeah. that's where he got the Fonz role. So yeah. uh, there's a scene where he the, takes his girl, and uh was Flatbush She's in Brooklyn? Brooklyn, yeah. Okay, yeah, they're in Brooklyn. They go to some jeweler, and she wants this ring, and he's, it's really expensive. She's like, Stanley, you get me that ring. And after she leaves... He agrees to get the ring. Yeah. He grabs the jeweler and pulls him over the counter. He goes, you ever show a ring like that again? And I'll kill you.
0: You hear me? I'll kill you. <laughs> that was almost me with the, with the 65-year-old woman. I, w- I wanted to go with you so bad when you were buying buying this stuff. Just a just watch. Just get popcorn. To get a chair and just sit and watch the show. I, You know what? I just wanted Dawn to like it and be happy. And, you yeah. know, we had a
1: dollar amount in our head. We crushed. We blew that out of the world, what we spent. But, you know what? You do it once. Um. Especially at fifty six, <laughs> yeah, fifty six with <laughs> an hour to live. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, this is the last <laughs> ring I'm ever buying. This is it, and I don't care. Uh, I've done my research on a wedding band. Yeah, I'm gonna get like a silicon band. That's what most people wear they wear six this. bucks. Yeah. I don't want some fancy. I don't need a thousand. I don't want a ring on my finger. I work out at the gym. I'm just yeah. gonna get rubber.
0: Well, the rubber people use that. Like my brother has one when he's at working. You know, he could. He, he, you know, some people tattoo. Them.
1: Like I've just looked at your or... finger. You have a tattoo, but I can tattoo a ring. On. Well, that
0: that actually that's a cover up. Um, what was on there? My ex fiance's initial. Oh, hilarious. So I got it. I had to get it covered <laughs> up when I, we didn't so get So I married. could tattoo a ring on my finger.
1: You could. Well, what do I care about that? I don't know. I'll get the silicone band for six bucks Buy yeah, five I, pack, different colors.
0: I didn't want like a, well, you know, the two times I was engaged, I wasn't looking at a fancy ring either. So like, I mean, no one's going to listen to this, so I'm blowing up my own, I'm,
1: I'm selling myself <laughs> out. But like, I have a hundred names. Now we have to start getting like a saved date and yeah. doing all this stuff. I don't have. We're doing it electronically.
0: Oh my god! What am I? You making you do, invites? What are do you I mean, out you're of your doing? You doing anything electronically. No, Dawn's gonna do it. Okay. I'm not doing I'm it. Like I can't. You can't.
1: <laughs> oh, you got to see the uh, save the dates. Cute. Dawn. Dawn wrote it. Okay. Dawn's joke. It's really funny. I'm not gonna say. It, but you got to wait. Do you see the actual wedding invite? Okay. <clears throat> Dawn agreed to this, which I was happy she agreed to it. I'm not gonna spoil what it is. It's gonna be Dawn, really, I, I no. It's gonna to be really it. funny. We got to do it. But um. Dawn's handling that because now you just RSVP electronic. I'm like, why am I going to spend $1,000 on... Um, Did did Brian... Did McKenna electronically Electronically, did was It was electronic, right? electronic yeah.
0: yeah. It was, and Dawn handles all that. I think Dan Barry's was... <laughs> no, the my friend John was... RS, the RSVP was... Yeah, his uh, he handed out wedding invitations, but you had to go to a website to RSVP.
1: Yeah, it's, that's what we're going to do. So I don't because spend I'm horrible money at on, that. I don't want to send money on...
0: I never send RSVPs back.
1: The other thing I'm running into
0: is uh, a plus ones. Yeah. Because there's
1: a lot of people I want to invite. Yeah. And then I got to invite their stupid spouses that I've never met. Like, I don't want them at my, like, you know, everybody, all my comic friends who are married, I have to invite them with a plus one. Do I get a
0: plus one? I wasn't going to. Do you want one? I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, do you you put it, as I'm saying, I'm just saying in general. I'm trying not to give people plus ones. Because what if I have a girlfriend by then?
1: I don't know. I like Nick. Nick's like, bring Nick. (laughs) Actually, I've never met his daughter. You know, I'm obsessed with his daughter. Yeah. She's such a cute kid. You like, gotta... She could be a flower girl. <laughs> um, she's welcome to be a flower girl. My well, I'm just
0: saying because people, like you know, they'll ask like, his people?" I've been single most of the time, and I get invited to weddings. People are very optimistic, and they put and guess like you know. I'm trying to keep my numbers down. I would, if bring. you wanted to, no. of course. You're one of my closest friends. So I would. going to bring?
1: I okay. Nick, I just told you who you're
0: going okay. <laughs> to you bring. <laughs> okay. no, like, bring. I haven't a, seen Bill in a while. I'm going to bring a random girl to your wedding. No, like that's, what that's what I said. meant. So
1: like, there are people who, if they're dating somebody, I don't want to invite them with a plus one. But like, I'm going to go Roach, on a limb and say i am probably Roach, still be
0: single by then. Roach, Crumps.
1: Yeah. Oh, they're all wives, yeah. Yeah, they're all married. McKenna. Yeah. You know, they're all married. Everyone's getting
0: married. Yeah. But I haven't met a lot of their wives even. I'll probably be single at your wedding by that time. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm gonna just go by the weddings, and uh, well, it's definitely gonna be September. Okay, so do you think I'm gonna <laughs> find somebody by then and be nobody in worthy of coming to my wedding? But That's the wedding's
1: more fun without your spouse. It, it really is. It is. That's why I don't want the spouse. Because now guys have to behave a certain way, and they don't get to. No, I want to be as unpleasant <laughs> as possible to certain people. Yeah, yeah. So. so there's gonna be a lot of the old <laughs> comic gang there, um, but it keeps growing. It really does, and I'm, I, you know, I'm part of this open mic scene. I do a lot of open mics on Long yes. Island because you know oh, right. I'm, when I'm back and forth here, so make like it a,
0: like a, uh, I'm friends with those guys. Yeah, you got to do it like if it's a book show. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know you've, I, you know they no guest cool. spots. can no give guess, guess, no, no guest spots. spots at my wedding. No, there's no guest spots at the wedding. You got to do like a book show.
1: So I, there's like uh, four or five of the um, guys from the open mics that I like a lot that I'd like yeah. to invite, and again, they know each other, so I'm almost inviting them. Like, God, they'll have people to play with at the wedding. Like, I get yelled at because I didn't want assigned seating. Are we over? Do you have to wrap this? No. Oh, I don't know. What do you How mean, wrap it? We'll I don't know if you little... have like a thing. you do. You go
0: little, we'll wrap it up, no, I don't have a thing where so, I can... um, What was I saying about my brain? Yeah, Chemo the brain. Stern's coming on afterwards. He wants to make, you know. Who's that? That's someone coming on oh, afterwards. Okay, I don't know what
1: you're doing. I thought maybe try to keep it too. I'm going
0: to watch TV when you leave.
1: <laughs> I've lost my whole train of thought anyway. I stopped. If you I stopped... were
0: saying you were to do assigned seating. You're going to do like. Oh, yeah. So I didn't want
1: to do assigned seating. Yeah, don't tell me it becomes a shit show if you don't. Because everyone wants to sit at one table. It's
0: well, like, that's what, know, but I don't
1: want to like. Don't you hate when you're like, you like people put you at a table and you're always like, "Why the hell would you put me at this? I don't even like these people."
0: Yeah, like why'd you, you pick this table? Yeah, be the freaks at table
1: nine. Yeah, I don't want to be that. Well, and then the single people go to table. It's like weird. So I'm like, I just want people to. F- it's, I'm doing a buffet style. Okay, that's. I don't want to sit down dinner. Okay, buffet. Good. Go yes. get your plate. Eat My what brother you want. Did that too. Yeah, it's so much better.
0: Yeah. Um. You gotta have a sign. seating. No, I don't have. know.
1: I never even thought of you about it. I, this place. Caters internally—that's what yeah. they
0: do. It's a package. But if
1: I don't go there and I need a cater, I should. You know, yeah, Finn's done. Yeah, never even thought about it. I'm, yeah. I'm looking. I don't know caterers. I, I'm like, I was going to use a place in Farmingdale that my sister uses all the time, but I'd rather give the money to your brother.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure
1: he'd, um, he'd love the love the money. You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll show up, drop <laughs> it off.
1: I'm sure he'll love dealing with me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God.
0: You think I'm unpleasant? <laughs> yeah. No, he's good. He's. My, He's comes good to my money. Yeah, no, um, I, I know that. Uh, so
1: yeah, the wedding is a lot. It's a lot of work, and I've done nothing. I've lied about the amount of emails. I was telling about the electronics. Sorry, my yeah. brain is not right. Um, the amount of uh, emails. I need like eighty emails. Yeah, I have zero.
0: Well, you got s- to start gathering emails. From well, because now you're <laughs> going to be in March soon. Two weeks. It's March. Yeah, I got to get them all in the next so two. There's weeks. six. Yeah, there's six months now from to the wedding. So you have to send out first to save the date. Yeah, but I don't know the date yet. We haven't right, picked a place. Gotta, yeah, I know. We
1: just you know I've had things going on. you in the ball here. What are you doing? I'm oh, so Saturday, uh, Thursday night we're meeting this people, but I don't know if this is good or it's not. I want to come to every meeting. Um, so no, I'm going to well. meet the guy, and then he caters externally. Okay. So I'm like, I want to taste the food. She's going to be our caterer. Do a tasting. Yeah, so they're like, well, when we have an event, you can go to the event and eat. Oh, like you crash crashing wedding. So I'm just like somebody's sweet 16, like eating chicken palms. Who's I'm that like, guy in the corner eating chicken palm? Yeah, yelling at what it, am man. I, Vince Fawn? And, you know, I'm like, I'm just at like a, a bar mitzvah.
0: Less yeah. salt. Less salt when you make money. <laughs> yeah, <he's
1: yelling. laughs> that's weird. So me and Dawn have to go to like somebody else's
0: function oh, and God, eat. my God, that's hilarious. I'm sure they don't put you in the room. I'm sure they, there's a place where you can sit in the I back and eat. in the kitchen? I'm sure they have a room where they sit you down and they give you the food. But they're going to know, too,
1: because you know me. I'm like, nice dinner. was free, so I'm, you know I'm going to sample, like, six. I'm like, hey, have any of the, the carving stations? Like, I'm,
0: <laughs> every weekend I'll be <laughs> at another restaurant. Now they, I went to a couple of weddings the last couple of years, and um, they all sit down dinners. It's, I, can, I can't even imagine what it costs. I can't, can't even imagine.
1: Two hundred, two fifty a plate. Oh my god,
0: that's insane! I like I was inspired on um, those plates.
1: McKenna had a very small wedding. Yeah, it was very intimate. Um, I was literally—I think I was the only comedian there. Yeah, I think he I didn't get paid money. it, and it was a small yeah. place. Um, it was tight up there. It was small. Was it, <laughs> I'm wait, just saying the logistics. It wouldn't have been good. You wouldn't I have had a good time. To, you no, know, no, this was—you
0: know—it's you guys are <laughs> assholes. No, really I'm not saying that's why you since, weren't invited. No. But when I got there, I was like, yeah, it was kind of a good call. <laughs> It was really tight. Guys make it sound like I'm like Henry Hudson walking around. Like, you know, they're wheeling me <laughs> on, a, on a gurney. I go, I go to rooms. I go,
1: This was tight. Um, but the food was delicious. He got married in Brooklyn.
0: Well, the whole, the, the Brooklyn. Oh, that was the, that day. Well, he, the thing was that was. It was a nightmare. He was in like, terms we're of- going to walk over to the park. And I'm no, like, cool. I'm
1: <laughs> Remember the rain? Because you were at yeah. the church.
0: But before that, he was telling me the whole thing. I said, listen, I said. I'm I came coming- from Pennsylvania. Yeah. I so said, I'm coming to the church. I said I'm not walking to the park, toasting you. and walking Well, I back. felt bad because they look forward to their pictures, that whole thing, plan. They did. Shit I get it, but I said to him, "Listen, I'll come to the, <clears throat> I'll come to the church, I'll do that." But I said, as far as walking to a park and toasting, I'm not doing it. What
1: that. I really liked about his wedding, though, it was um, family style. Yeah, it was a sit down, but they just put a bunch of plates in the middle of the table, and it's everybody a light
0: buffet. But like, yeah, yeah, it was, just, know, it was a
1: full, nice dinner. Yeah. The food was exceptional. At this place. The, the, the I don't place remember looked, the name of the place. The, it, was the, in, uh, William, it was in from a Park the Slope. it pictures, the something. place looked beautiful. Yeah, it was like a cool It was a great room. <clears throat> that's what I <laughs> had. I had a fight with the Bart. Do you know that story? I had a fight with the bartender no, downstairs. Do <laughs> no, I never heard this. So we get to the wedding. We're early. Okay. Now it's Dawn's birthday. It, the, the wedding is on Dawn's 50th birthday. I remember that, yes. So I'm like, all right. So I, I painted, it became a weekend because now I had hotels in the city for two. I can't even tell you what this cost me. It was like, it was like a two thousand dollar weekend. <laughs> and Dawn was cool. She's like,
0: no, you gotta go. We're gonna go to Brian's
1: wedding. We'll have a good she time. Was,
0: yeah, she. She seemed, was great. No. She was very happy to be there to support Brian. It she was liked, a great. She week. Likes Brian. A yeah, lot. she. She Brian.
1: cares about Brian, and yeah. she never really knew Taylor, and she got to meet Taylor, Brian's wife. But it was a fun wedding because it was it was basic.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: No, I um, mean, my
0: brother's was too. My brother's wasn't a... But the food was exceptional. Yeah. yeah. And your brother did, like, you know, that's the way to do it. Yeah, and at the Plattdeutsch, they have a hall there. And everybody, we saw tuxes and everything, it was, but it was just, it wasn't like, you felt like it was, um, all right, now this is happening. This It was just everybody was having a good time, drinking, dancing, eating, you know, it was just... <clears> well, my fight was, we get there at like seven, but they're,
1: they have to set up the room, so they're like decorating, and it's, it's a little tight, so early. they don't really want me upstairs. No. They're like, Ew. so downstairs is a bar or restaurant, it's a you know, young hopping place in Brooklyn. So me and Dawn go downstairs. We're just kind of standing. And Dawn goes, uh it's like five minutes before we can enter the room. She goes, I can really go for a vodka cranberry. But I'm like, oh, they're gonna be free in like six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, how bad do you have to go for one? So I'm like, all right, you know, I'm in Brooklyn. I walk over yeah. to the bar and uh I say, Do you have um Absolute and Cranberry. They go, we don't carry Absolute. All we got is Tito's, which I didn't really know. I go, that's fine. Is good. I go, whatever. I'll go get the Tito's. I go, how much is it? She goes, um, swear to God, she goes, 14, 15? I go, what are you, making it up? How much is the drink? I didn't ask you about how much the drink costs. So...
0: And I know you too so I can see yeah. it in my head And she was
1: like an attractive bartender, I think she's used to having her ass kissed. Yeah. Exactly. And I you are not get any of that guy. from me. Wrong the the guy, dude. So she um <laughs> she comes back and just hands me a five. So I go, Oh, I guess it was fifteen and you didn't give me small bills. Bartenders know you give tip money. No, she wanted a five. She wanted a five, like yeah. I was gonna leave the five on the bar, and I'm like, I would have. But the fact that you gave me a <laughs> five I went Don't in my wallet. Tell me my tip. <laughs> I had like two singles. I slowly put the five in my wallet. Took out two singles, like wet my thumb, and like put them on the bar. <laughs> she freaking hated me. Oh,
0: my God. So I go
1: back to Dawn. So I just paid seventeen dollars for a vodka. Yeah, that's right. Free in six minutes. Can be free in well two minutes. Two now, minutes. Now. I just <laughs> fought for five minutes. So Dawn takes some. And I go give me a sip. I'm tired from fight. I'm parched from fighting. So I drink. Now I love Tito's. It's good. No, no, it's, it's really my. Good. I don't, I don't drink. You know that, but yeah, I, I, I like either, vodka
0: like, cranberries. Tito's is a good, a good Tito's. So I have a vodka.
1: huge bottle. Since I got sick, I'm an alcoholic, so now I have a huge bottle in my freezer, and I drink. I always have cranberry juice. Yeah, uh, I'm a little girly drinker, so it's it's Tito's. Cranberry juice and a splash of pineapple juice. Yeah, that's uh, that's like a bay breeze. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking. I make them on my couch at night and watch TV and I'm <laughs> doing sleeping. And I, I drink.
0: He's drinking alone at night. Yeah, <laughs> smoking
1: weed on my deck outside on the third floor. But I'm not allowed to smoke in my building, so I have to hide the red. Oh they can't God. see the light, the lit part.
0: That's hilarious. Um,
1: Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I go upstairs, and I got pretty hammered at McKenna's wedding. Did you really? Uh, initially, because I don't drink. Yeah. But... You know, got to get $600 worth of, <laughs> so I had a Vodka uh, Tito's. I really like the Tito's. Okay. But then I had like three or four of them. Oh yeah. You... But you're sitting down. you hate one. You go back to the table. You yeah. Go... I go, Don, I got to go to the bathroom. I got up and I walked on to like, you have to pass the dance floor. Yeah. The room was, I was wobbling. So I'm like, yeah, don't, I'm done. Now we didn't drive. We took an Uber. Yeah. Our cars in Manhattan. And because uh, we're staying at the hotel for two, I days. remember that. Yeah, you um, So I cut myself off fairly early because I was about to get <laughs> blottoed. <clears throat> but that was a, we, It was a fun wedding, and it was a nice place. All right. So you're gonna have. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to the wedding. I, I really am. Um, <clears throat> but I gotta figure out the guest list.
0: Yeah, if you want me to, I'll just. I'll help you with that. I'll just. Yeah, say you know, I'll
1: be down to forty people if yeah, I let
0: you. Perfect. Yeah, because for <laughs> We don't need
1: open mic. Here's an example like- of guys I'm inviting because I just really like them, but we're okay. not friends. But I would like them to be there. Uh, Matt Burke. He may be surprised he gets an invite. Yeah. I love Matt Burke. I would like to hang out with Matt Burke. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: No, I mean Matt Burke. Friend. I mean, we're friends. Yeah, I like Matt a lot,
0: but we don't talk on the phone or hang. No, like, but he'd be fun to hang. out He's just
1: with. a guy that okay. I really like. I'd like to be there. I got a bunch of those guys. You know what I mean? I got like. I get it. Yeah. So, I like, understand. how do I cut four of the guys that we all used to work with? I well, I you give me the. I'll show you five that shouldn't. be. But here is the other thing, and I am going to just ask people like. Obviously, I'm inviting Crumps to my wedding. Yeah. Crumps is married. Crumps probably has zero desire to go to my wedding. He'll, he went to Dan Barry's. Yeah, because he's a good guy. Yeah. But I said desire. I'm not saying will he go. He'll go to my wedding. But I don't want to make anybody well, go no, to my people, wedding.
0: No, people want to go to your wedding. Believe me, they, they want to go to your wedding. You know, It's expensive. I understand that, but people want to go to your wedding. They've known, first of all, they've known you for 15 years now, they've known Dawn most of that time. No one ever thought this was going to happen. <laughs> people want to be here for this.
1: Well, um, this is like, so some
0: people I want to call and be like, Hey, do you want to go? If I invite you to my wedding,
1: like, you want to go? I, I always want to give him the out.
0: Oh no. I want to go. I'm a hundred. Like,
1: obviously I'm going to invite Gage. You know, Gage is not social. I would love to see, him. you know, I'm inviting Gage. Of course I'm inviting Gage.
0: Your mother's a what?
1: <laughs> yeah, So Gage, but I don't think Gage wants to go.
0: He might. You <clears throat> see, people want to be there for you. So you never know. I
1: looked at my list and I have no invites of obligation. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, sometimes you got those cousins or oh, I cannot invite. Everybody there, I'd like to be there. Okay. There's nobody that I'm like, eh, It kind of felt like an obligation. Like, I don't really have that. Um, I think Dawn had a couple. She has family and she has aunts. And yeah. You got to invite. No, she got some invite people. One, you got to invite the other. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. So I'm not inviting any extended family. Okay. Because I have a lot of cousins and things. The next thing you know, I'm up to 200 people. So I'm not inviting any cousins or anything like that, which again, I'm starting to feel bad. Like, I really like my cousin Gary, who lives in Jersey. So invite Gary. I, I can't just invite him. He's got a brother. He's got, oh, Okay, know, I got other cousins. Yeah. and other, It becomes a thing. It's 20 people more.
0: Like, when I was doing mine, like, we said it, like, <clears> okay, there's no, um, I wasn't doing kids. So, like, if you had a kid, kid's not coming. Sorry.
1: That's what I don't know is, like, yeah, Dawn probably. has her 11, that's everything. And some of them are, like, 14, 15. They'll be there for the night. Um, yeah, the, though, they're coming from PA, most of them. So I they're going to get hotels. Like, no, the little kids are going to be part of the ceremony. Like, my nephews and my niece would definitely be at my wedding. Like, that would be, you know. Funny, as I said, I wasn't going to talk about the wedding on this because it's boring. I'm like, who cares about the wedding? No,
0: it's, yeah, made it funny, though. <laughs> like, my um,
1: dessert, I'm not spoiling anything here. Entertainments, Yes. Like, that's a, if, I, if, if this place in Seaford's like, you can't bring an outside dessert, I'm, I'm out. Okay. It's a deal breaker. Like, I'm bringing, I want everything. Intimate, the crumb, the cook, the donuts with the crumbs. I like,
0: I like the ultimate crumb cake. That's my favorite. That's egg. awesome. I like the marshmallow cake
1: with, like, the, with the with the that's good
0: sprinkled yeah.
1: brown The donuts.
0: Know. So I can eat like hundred of them. Oh, the ones with the crumbs on them.
1: Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I'm those having those a gooey attack of at this wedding. Yeah, no, yeah, gonna be. So I'm just gonna get. I mean, they have a dessert they give you as part of your package, but I'll just bring in. What is that? The one said, "Okay, bye." <laughs> I don't
0: know what that means. She goes, "Okay, bye." I don't what know. does that mean? I don't know. How long ago was that written? <laughs> just now. She just wrote it now. <laughs> 9, 920 uh-huh. sure. okay bye <laughs> what does that mean you want us to like end the podcast Dawn is that what you're saying <laughs> she, did I blow up the, did I was I not supposed to leak the entomans thing um, I don't know I don't, I don't know, know. I don't no, know you gotta do you <laughs> <laughs> oh she goes come home
1: oh is that why It's too she...
0: long yeah we're too, run, run, too oh, long we're running too long sorry Dawn
1: <laughs> okay I said she come <laughs> home well I haven't seen her in like 10 days all right. Well, we're doing the podcast. Is it, we're getting the word well, out. Well, she was babysitting last week. I know. I, I'm kidding.
0: I'm sorry, Dawn. I kept him uh, longer than. We'll end. We'll end the. we we'll the podcast. Before I got have to pick up dinner. I haven't eaten. <laughs> Before we go, uh, plug plug all your stuff. Let's get it out there, people, to listen to it. Um. What do I have? <laughs> I
1: got John Ziegler. Everything's John Ziegler comedy. My Facebook, my Instagram, okay. my YouTube page is all John Ziegler comedy. So mm-hmm. you can go to YouTube. You can go right to my website, johnzieglercomedy.com. dot com. You can see my special. Um, I did a, you know, Brewers podcast, which was very nice. That's up on there. Everything's posted, and you can find it. Um,
0: Definitely check, check check it out. Uh, Instagram at John Ziegler comedy. Give him a follow. Um, he posts every day. It's in, it's incessive. No case. <laughs>
1: No, you're not going
0: to see a lot of content. No. But anyway, thank you for coming on the show. No, this was really fun. Really appreciate you coming down. Um, and seeing the place, seeing the new place.
1: Yeah, I'm. Um, you're going to have to make sure. I have to jiggle some keys before I leave, so I'm not mauled. Well, I'll get you out. Yeah, uh, okay. Uh, True
0: uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get John out. Okay. Anyway, I thank everybody who joined us here live on Facebook, live. Uh, well, not on Instagram tonight. We're just live on Facebook. Uh, check out the podcast at anchor.fm slash Podcast. Also available on iTunes. Five-star rate and review. Check it out. Five-star rate and review. Love sharing them. Love bragging about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys. Also, um, P- Patreon episode will be out this month. Patreon.com slash Podcast. We are played In and Out each week by Hollow and their single Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. Check it out on iTunes, and while you're there, there's new band Demon Scar, releasing new music like crazy, demonscar.bandcamp.com. Only one place to go Long Island for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show, and get yourself an Uncle Cheese, the best sandwich out there. Not because it's named after me. It really is that good. Check it out. Once again, thank you so much to everybody who joined us tonight. Have an awesome week, and I will talk to you later.